Rise and shine, you Syracuse superfans. It's time to pour yourself a tall, delicious glass of orange fizz. Syracuse recruiting news, insider information, latest SU buzz. The Syracuse blogosphere comes to life on the central New York airwaves. It's Fizz Radio. Welcome into Fizz Film Room. I'm your host, Thomas Schultz, and today we're joined by Tim Rackey. He's the head coach of Landon Morris at Nazareth Academy in LaGrange Park, Illinois. Tim, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Tom. So I know Syracuse fans are really excited to learn more about what Landon Morris brings to the team. Can you just tell us what Syracuse fans can really expect from him once he arrives on campus? Well, he's uh, one heck of an athlete, first of all. So when you see him, he not only looks the part, he plays the part. Incredibly, and this is very important to me within our program because of our culture, incredibly respectful, kind, young man. He's well-respected, not just by football players, but by uh, his fellow classmates. He's not the type that walks around pounding his chest or he's not a look-at-me guy. He's very selfless. And that's what I love about him. And that's, I used to joke with him because I thought he would go to school in Southern California because he has such a poise and a cool about him. But on the field, he's a beast. He's a complete, he works hard. He's physical, but off the field, he is laid back, he is poised, and he's just a really nice kid. What's he like in the locker room? Is he relaxed or is he kind of a vocal leader or what is he like there? Oh, he's very easy to get along with. Now, he came to us just this past year. I'm not sure if you realize that. He came from Indiana. He was only with us for a year and after the pandemic hit, because his father got relocated here. And he chose to come to our place. And then, unfortunately, he's now back in Indiana because of uh, the family situation and the job situation. And so he's back to where he was originally from in Indiana. So he really just had a cup of coffee with us. But it was, uh, it was a great cup of coffee, man. He was a great kid. How long did it take him to pick up the different schemes and what you guys were trying to do in the program? It was a weekly growth thing, actually a daily thing, because you can imagine when you're uplifted, dad has to move, take a job. And so he didn't know anybody. Well, he knew a couple kids just from the seven on seven circuit. But one of the things that he said that he didn't have to do much, not that he didn't want to do it, was blocking as a wide receiver. And I told him, if you want to play here, you're going to have to block or you're not going to get the rock. And sure enough, from day one, he worked at blocking, and by the end of the season, I think that's really what sold all the college recruiters on him because, you know, every receiver that goes to college can catch a ball. People want to see what you do when the ball's not thrown your way, and Landon just excelled as our best blocker as he worked at it throughout the year. But he was very astute. I mean, he picked up on our offense, and he studied, he listened, very coachable. Since he's back in Indiana, I don't know how much you know about this, but 24-7 lists him as a tight end. Is he going to play tight end in college, or is he a receiver? No, he, he's very open to becoming a tight end. I think that's what Syracuse plans on using him, or as an H-back or a wing. He was aware of that. Our plans were to um, have him put his hand down for some tight end work or some wing work because of his uh, physical capabilities of blocking. So he's open. He just wants the ball. 
We're joined by Tim Rackey. He was Landon Morris's head coach at Nazareth Academy, joining us now on Fizz Film Room. So, Tim, you mentioned his blocking. How how far along did he get in that, and is there still progress to be made in that regard? Yeah, because the other thing has and again, this is before the pandemic hit, we were working out in the weight room. When you see his junior tape, just like any kid that's tall, he needed to put weight on and become stronger. So his body has transformed where he was putting on that weight. We shut down on March 13th, but he passed the eye test with all the the big schools coming through because we're, we're a must stop here in Illinois when college recruiters come by because of the talent that we're blessed with. And he absolutely was putting on that muscle weight to move people around. So I was expecting even bigger things. That's why we were going to move them in not just have him block as an X or a Z receiver, but move him inside and put his hand down in goal line situations or as a wing so he can push around linebackers because he's uh, surely capable of that. Does he have the frame to continue to put on more weight in this upcoming season? Yes, that's that was his goal. I and mean, that was the thing. It was, it was, he was sad to lead. He loved it at Nazareth, and we loved him. His dad was great. So it was bittersweet, but it was something that they – they had to do. And so we had a long talk when he left, you know, I talked to him about Syracuse and the great opportunities he's going to have there. So he was absolutely locked in, in terms of wanting to keep on putting that muscle weight on and also increase his speed. Now what sold Landon on SU? What was the differential between that and other programs? Well, first of all, the coaching staff, was outstanding. I'm forgetting, I get so many recruiters, I forget the name of the recruiter for our school, but they hit it off immediately. And I know they not only did the virtual visit, but but even though they couldn't visit officially, they drove out there to look at the campus. And like with all my kids, I tell them when it hits you in the gut that you feel you're around the right people, the right philosophy, more importantly, the academic, which his dad is outstanding about, making sure that your academics are going to put you in a better place than whatever football holds, that you want to do that. And as obviously, I'm preaching to the choir here, you know how prestigious Syracuse is on the academic end. We're joined by Tim Racky on Fizz Film Room. He was the head coach of Landon Morris last year at Nazareth Academy in LaGrange Park, Illinois. Tim? What is Landon's biggest strength? I know he's six foot five on his film. It looks like he can go up and get a ball. What's his best attribute? For his size, his ability to control his body. A lot of kids his size in high school, it takes time to develop and grow into your body. But Landon, because uh, he was a basketball player as well, every basketball, long basketball player that I have that plays football it's the same way because of that training with basketball, with the agility, controlling his body. But I think the important thing, which I mentioned already, was his he's not afraid to mix it up. He'll move people off the ball. He's not afraid to hit people. And he actually thrives off of it. I mean, he popped a lot of big plays for us just by his blocking this year, getting up to that second and third level. What are your favorite Landon Morris stories, memories, or do you have any specific memories of him in his year at Nazareth? I would have to say, I think it's the overall, even though it was a short period of time, I could tell he was homesick from that first week he was with us. And and, and we're blessed to have a great culture where our kids really embraced him like we do all 
people that want to play at Nazareth, whether you're a freshman or you transfer in because of a move. So our culture has been built for years around not making a kid prove himself, but embracing him, showing him the way. So just, I think the whole transformation of Landon really to where he came in, you could tell he was a little nervous. We, you know, we had a five-star quarterback, JJ McCarthy, who's going to Michigan. We have a lot of big guns on our team. So I, I think watching him go from that nervous stage, that homesickness stage, because he wasn't with his sister for the past year either, who he's very tight with. I believe they're twins. To seeing him embrace Nazareth and say, man, what, you know, I could not have ended up in a better spot. I would say that was my favorite memory. And seeing him, because he, he does have a great sense of humor. It's very dry. He's not boisterous. He's not a, a, a yelling jokester type of guy. But he is he has got a great sense of humor. And like I said, his affect off the field is very cool. Like California cool. Was there any sense of acclimation or anything coming to a program that's very prestigious and where there's probably a higher level of competition than where he was before in Indiana? Yeah, I did ask him how, because I'm very, um, I love running football practices. That's how you prepare, obviously, your players to compete in games. And our practices are fast, they're intense, and they are full throttle, max effort, full speed. So I think it took a little while for him to catch up to that because he he was gassed early on until uh, until he caught on to, you know, this is what I need to do to make my mark here. But he embraced it to his credit. Because a lot of kids that I have that are playing Division One football, they do thank me and my staff for preparing them, not just on the life lessons, but more importantly, when they're practicing at their college, like, man, coach, we thank you because it wasn't hard to acclimate to the college practices because of how hard and intense and fast we went. What is it like, not just for Landon, but for all of your players in Nazareth Academy with all these college coaches traipsing through the hallways all the time? Is there more of a sense of professionalism than maybe you would see at another regular high school that doesn't have all these high-profile recruits? Yeah, we have a lot of good high schools here around the Chicagoland area that the recruiters hit, but it's definitely, first of all, a motivating factor. So when they're out watching, whether they're in the spring or coming to watch us weightlift, I don't have to say anything in terms of motivating them to work hard because when you got you know a bunch of guys, Big Ten guys or SEC guys with their arms crossed watching you work out, regardless if you're D1 talent, you're going to be busting your tail. So I think the motivational aspect helps as well. And our kids do know just because of the culture of our school, we're not a football school, we're a college prep school. And I tell my parents, I'm not a Division One coach. I'm not getting paid for how many games I win. I just know I love I love that all I get a mix of kids, Division One kids, Division Three kids, kids that will no longer play football again, and getting those kids to become a team that no one, whether you're Landon Morris, JJ McCarthy, or you're the kid who just joined because he wants to be a part of something special, nobody's more important than each other. So I think that culture aspect helps along with seeing the college coaches here as well. We're joined on Fizz Film Room by Tim Racky. He coached Landon Morris last season at Nazareth Academy in LaGrange Park, Illinois. Tim, I know he moved back to Indiana once the school year commenced, but do you know how Landon has been training during the quarantine? I know he was running at a park while he was here. I haven't talked to him since he went back to Indiana a few weeks back, but 
you know, there's a lot of vacant parks in the area where you can distance or at least train on your own. And I know his father got him uh, weights as well so he could keep in shape. And that was pretty much, that was pretty much status quo for all of my guys who are the division one, more star players that have that motivation to play at the next level because, the, and, and that's what the college coaches I'm sure are waiting for too, because they're going to see what recruits really love football and what recruits who took the time off. It's going to show at some point. It seems like this recruiting class it seems like guys are just jumping on board to different programs earlier than usual, maybe because of the pandemic, they're not able to visit programs. Has that been a trend you've seen at Nazareth with not just Landon, but maybe other players around your program? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guys are absolutely accepting offers, making sure. I'm not sure if you're aware or not, but when a college coach offers a player, that means nothing. An offer, you can have hollow offers. And I always tell my kids, if the coach offers you, you tell them, okay, coach, if I commit to you right now, will that offer stand? And that's when you're going to see a recruiter either backpedal and say, ah, let me get, let me get back to my head coach. Uh, we'll let you know. Or if you're a higher star and they say, absolutely, we would. That's when you figure out. And that's because I kind of, it's nice that these kids get all these offers, but I almost feel bad because I've also seen kids that have had multiple offers. And when it comes time, to join a team they think they have all these options and when they commit they're either gone or uh, the coach says you know yeah we moved on sorry do different programs or different coaches recruit differently or is it kind of the same all across the board with my experience is that all the recruiters are great but you got to remember when again and I try to tell my kids it is a business I mean those coaches whether at Syracuse or any big time program, you're getting paid to win games and it's a business. I mean, it's, it's about winning football games. And I think that's a huge difference between high school and college, but I, I do, it's very similar in terms of some schools might over offer, meaning they'll, they'll give out more offers or scholarships than they really have knowing that they're not going to get every kid. So casting a bigger net, I guess, if you will. And some schools don't do that. Some schools are like, we're not like that coach. This offer is will stand if he wants to take it. So it varies. But overall, it's pretty similar in terms of the process. And sometimes it's not really pretty, unfortunately. But that's the business, again, college football, big-time college football. When did Landon decide that Syracuse was the place that he wanted to go? I know he committed in mid-May, but was this something that he had known for a while? Or was it about that time when he decided that's where it was going to be? I knew early, but he called me right away when he, I think it was after him and his father visited there. And so he called me right away, but I knew they were on board. And to Syracuse's credit, because some coaches will talk to me a little bit about kids and offer them and kids will go there. Some coaches won't talk to me at all, which kind of bothers me when they offer one of my kids, because I hate reading about it on Twitter without the coaches informing me that they're going to offer. But I was really impressed with, Syracuse, their staff's very in-depth investigation or you know research, doing their due diligence in terms of finding out what type of kid Landon was, getting their eyes on him. They really were very thorough. We're joined on Fizz Film Room by Tim Racky. He coached Landon Morris at Nazareth Academy last season. Coach, I've just got a couple more for you. What was the recruiting process like for Landon? Was it different than, I mean, obviously everybody has a different process, but was it pretty 
straightforward or was there a lot of different options he was picking from? Yeah, there was a lot of different options. I know Austin College, Northwestern, a lot of high academic schools were on him. Other bigger schools were on him as well. But those were the biggest ones that I can recall right now. Northwestern, Boston College, Syracuse, was it Purdue? I'm forgetting. But yeah, those were the biggest ones. But it was, you know, that's what I mean with all these kids, not just Landon, but you know, to hit, and his dad's a great dude, man, because even without having the one-day camps or, or visits, his dad, they would just drive to the campuses just to check out the surroundings where you're going to be, you know. That's where you're going to put your flag in for four years and spend four years, of your four-plus years of your life. You're going to want to know what the surroundings are like. So his dad's credit, they put some miles on that car. And finally, I know you won't be coaching him this coming season, but if you were, or even even though you're not, what are your certain goals for him to achieve or accomplish before he goes off and plays at Syracuse? Versatility. Him being able to not only help us stretch the field or open up the field by splitting them out wide, but also being able, because I'm a defensive coordinator by heart, but also not having to be prepared for him to go and put his hand down as a tight end or a wing, which he's capable of doing, that can give defensive coordinators some fits because usually you see what personnel is on the field. And with Landon, what we would have been able to do is this coming years, they would have to plan basically if he's in the slot, if he's split out wide, if he's at tight end, heck, we could have used him, you know, as an H-back in the backfield. So all those different options without having to substitute personnel is a great tool to uh, put a defense on their heels. So that, that was the one thing. And also, I mean, which he was open to, I wanted to, because of his physicality, I wanted to use him as a, at the high school level as a defensive rush end because of how physical he is and how big he is. And he's not afraid to mix it up. So on like third down packages or nickel packages, I was going to tell him, Hey man, just stand up and rush the quarterback. And we were going to have fun with that. Yeah. That sounds like it would have been really intriguing coach. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to join us today on Fizz radio. Tom, great questions, man. I love being here. Thank you. That was Syracuse tight end commit Landon Morris's former head coach Tim Racky at Nazareth Academy in LaGrange Park, Illinois, joining us on Fizz Film Room. And you can check out all of our Fizz Film Room episodes either on our website at orangefizz.net or on SoundCloud at orangefizz. And for now, signing off, I'm Thomas Schultz. We'll see you next Tuesday for a brand new edition of Fizz Film Room.